Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy. We're going to bring you all the action from day nine of the Hatsubasho 2021 happening in Tokyo, Japan. The sumo is coming at us fast. Today was another great day. It was. If you went back to work today or you're about to go back to work, then good luck to you. It's very tiring. (laughs) But the sumo is making it all worthwhile and uh, we're going to take you through Jurio to start off with. So the first bout of the day, Oho, he got up and under Yago, but then he let him get a double-handed belt grip, which wasn't a great idea because Yago used it to step Oho out. He just can't finish them off Oho. But what a learning experience for the young man. Yeah, yeah. I think people will be disappointed and he will be disappointed, but I think it's pretty natural in the world of sumo to have to have a few goes at Jurio. Oho, he is three and six, Yago four and five. Mitoriu saved himself on the edge and then took the much smaller Ryuko back and across the bales, Yorikiri. Mitoriu, he was six and three, Ryuko three and six. A beautiful sumo butterfly battle between Jokoryu and Hakuyozan. They were both trying for the throw here. Hakuyozan, the winner with a eventual Kotenage. Hakuyozan, he's going well. He's six and three as well. And Jokoryu is five and four. A big one up next, it was the undefeated Tsurugisho up against Ura. Anything could happen here. It was interesting to see Ura went off the long run up. Tsurugisho got the jump on him at the touchy eye and he just made short work of Ura. This is a very impressive win from Tsurugisho. He moves to nine and zero. Yeah, we had a little bit of a look today as to who he's fought already. So he's at Jurio 8 and he's fought... Uh, a lot of people below him. And then if you look up above, he's fought uh, Jurio 7, 4, 3, 1, 6. So he's still got to go a little bit higher than his rank. Yeah, his hardest bouts are yet to come. I think so. That's the takeaway for from that. For sure. Ura, 6 and 3. Nishikigi stays on Tohakuryu's heels as he backs away and gets him out, Oshidashi. Nishikigi keeps the road to Kachikoshi dream alive. <laughs> 2 and 7. Tohakuryu is 4 and 5. Well, a big belt battle from Takagenji and Hidenumi. Takagenji looks strong, but Hidenumi does a bait and switch here on the bales, pulls him down. Hikiyatoshi, Hidenumi seven and two. Takagenji three and six. Hidenumi uh, having a cracker so far. He's looking very strong. Well, it was Ikioi up next, and he perseveres to take out Azumaru despite Azumaru's belt grip. Bit of a yay here. Yeah. I mean, if he's not going to win this, what's he going to win? Well, Azamaru did nothing. Like, he's a big, strong guy. I, I would have thought, I know he's in bad form, but mm. I would have thought he could do something against Ikioi, but he couldn't. And I'm happy for that win. Ikioi, I don't think he had this many wins. He's four and five. <laughs> this many wins. It's not bad. He's doing okay. <laughs> Azamaru, he's on the road to Kachikoshi, RTK on two and seven. Chirinoumi takes down Daishomaru literally. Gets him to the ground in his bout and then offers him a hand up. We yeah. love this guy, Chirinoumi. He doesn't want to hurt anyone. He just wants to bring the love of sumo to, to the world. Not yeah, to Daishimaru today. Not, well, <laughs> well, as soon as he hit the dirt, he wanted to. Yep, yep. So beautiful tender sumo from him. Oh, we really like him. Chirinoumi, he's five and four. Daishimaru, at this point, he really wouldn't have wanted to lose that one at his rank. He's six and three. Slips off the pace a bit mm. there, doesn't he? 
Kotiyuki, look, he gave it a shot today against Diamami at Juria 1, but he couldn't maintain the movement. He had a few kind of moves across the doyo, but there wasn't much, and it's his makakoshi. It might be time to pack it up. I I think so. Yeah. Get those boots in the bag and just hop get off. out of there. Yeah. Dayamami, though, he's five and four. Remember, this is very important for him at Jurio One to get his Kachikoshi. So he's trying as best he can. All right. The Jurio leaderboard sprinting out in front as fast as he can, anyway, is Tsurugisho on nine wins. On seven, we have Hidnaumi at Jurio Six. Then on six wins, Daishomaru. It's important to start saying their ranks now, I think, because uh, this is whether they, they might go up or not. Uh, Jurio Eight, Ura, Jurio Ten, Mitoriyu at Jurio Ten, and Hakuyozan at Jurio Twelve. So. Uh, that's Jurio. Well, we're seeing that similar pattern where the bottom of Jurio does a lot better yeah. than the top half. It does seem to be yeah. the way uh, recently that, yeah. Um, yeah, it's where all the stars are. It's tough at the top. <laughs> Speaking of the top, let's jump into the Makuchi bouts for day nine. We open up with Maegashira 15, Yutakiyama, taking on Jurio visitor. Shohozan, who is at Jurio 4. Yutakiyama's high thrusts were moving Shohozan back out of the touchy eye. Shohozan slapped at Yutakiyama a few times to soften him up before attacking. Shohozan actually hit Yutakiyama a bunch of times in the face here. I don't like to see that one bit. He likes it though. Yo, he it's loves one of his it. favourite things. Yutakiyama locks up the Shohozan arms and swings him towards the bales. It, something weird happens here. It's like he couldn't complete the armbar throw. Yeah. So Shahorzan ends up standing next to him. Yeah, awkwardly. they were on the weirdest angles you never see. Very, very weird. Two but opponents you, like this, really. But Yutakiyama still had the arm. Yes. And I really didn't know what was going to happen here. Shahorzan tries to sideways bump Yutakiyama out, but it doesn't really work. Uh, and eventually, uh, Yutakiyama swings Shahorzan over the bales. It's a Yori Kiri win. They hit the ground pretty closely together, uh, but the Gyoji gives it to Yutakiyama and no one disagrees. No, there was no Monoi called. Uh, let me give you a visual here. It was like Yutakiyama had been to the shops and picked up himself a, a bit of a bag of Shohozan and he'd slung it. It was heavy. He'd slung it over his shoulder and that's sort of the, so he was still holding him with the arm. That was like the shopping bag handles. <laughs> it was given, the other weird thing here was that the Kimarite was actually given as Yorikiri. Yeah. So that move um, was the move before the final winning mm. move? <laughs> I don't like that. I mean, it should have it it should have been Totari, I think, because that was the one that. <laughs> well, did I all think the it work. was a. I think rather it was called a, like a, a kubahineri or something. I think they mentioned like a, a twisting. Uh, oh, okay. Neck or yeah, the yeah, neck, neck or something. Grab, yeah. yeah. But it was a bit of a mess anyway. In the end, anyway. plain old Yorikiri. <laughs> Pretty weird old bout to start Makuchi. Yutakiyama with that strange win goes to six and three. Shohozan returns to Jurio tomorrow with a three and six record. All right, Hoshoryu up against Teretsuyoshi. They've only fought once before and Hoshoryu has come out the victor. Let's see what happens today. Teretsuyoshi is all colour and movement here at the Tachiya. He jumps back. You don't see this very often. He doesn't really come forward. Like you often see people jumping to the side, but he almost goes back and to the right. Hoshoryu circles around and Teretsuyoshi comes back at him, charging across the doyo, pushing Hoshoryu back. And when they get to the Tawara, Hoshoryu turns 90 degrees, not all the way around, just on his side. And Teretsuyoshi charges past him and out. And finally, I think we're starting to see the results of the injury for Teretsuyoshi. Ah, uh, yes. 
You thought I was going to say, finally, we're starting to see some good sumo from Hoshori, which oh, is well, the other way to go. If you'd said that, I would have disagreed because we have been seeing red hot sumo from Hoshori. <laughs> That's four wins in a row for him. He looked brilliant today. But I've got to say all over, this was about that you would show your friends if you want to get them into sumo. Oh, yeah. It was fast. It was... A lot happened in this bout. I thought Teretsuyoshi was amazing, but Hoshori is so cool on the bales there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a really cool move. You do when you when you're showing your friends sumo, you kind of want there to be something like right at the end, where people are like, "Whoa!" Yeah, a bit of excitement. And that was Hoshori's step aside. So. Absolutely, I agree with that. Hoshori, he's four and five. He salvaged something from this basho after his zero five start. Teretsuyoshi at Magashira twelve uh, is three and six. So we'll keep an eye on him and see how he goes. We will. Up next, Midori Fuji and Koroeko. Now, if you have friends who love to see two grown men absolutely windmilling each other <laughs> in a public setting, this is the one you should show them. They are in for a treat. It was a fierce exchange of slapping attacks out of the touchy eye. Koroeko was really concentrating uh, on the face of Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji was aiming lower. They separated for a brief second, and while Koro Echo was taken back to the bales, he responded by leaning in, putting his weight forward and driving Midori Fuji back to the bales. Midori Fuji here, as he was being moved back, tried to make that, uh, that under-shoulder swing down, that move he's famous for, work, but he just ran out of doyo and Koro Echo took him over. The Bales, Oshidashi push-out win for him. This bout was so fast it looked sped up. Yeah, it did. <laughs> looked like it was in fast motion. I guess the problem with the Katsukashi is that it's it's called under-shoulder swing down but it's essentially a pull and in the same way a pull can get you into trouble um, with yourself moving backwards if you're too close to the Tawara or the speed of your opponent is too quick to blast you out. Pulling down can kind of do the same thing yeah. because if they're moving forward like Kodoeko was then it turns into just a pull. Totally. Just and and the, the great Karasakashis we've seen from Midori Fuji, he's done from a stationary position, not mm. being forced backwards. Yeah, so there was too much movement in too this Too much to, movement. And so I, maybe he needs to get a bit more adaptable and find – we can see yeah. him – now it's become a, it's you a know, thing. really well-known that he wants to – he's always tried to do that, but now he's a Makuchi and everyone's looking out for it. He might need a few other. Well, and I, I, I think Kotoeko knew what he had to do here was to keep Midori Fuji moving around the doyo, so he couldn't do that. I think that was smart sumo from Kotoeko. He moves to three and six. Midori Fuji on debut in Makuchi is five and four. Well, Akisayama, he's lost the last two days. What can he do against Aoyama? Off the touchy eye, Aoyama pushes forward and he reaches out for Akisayama's arm and he uses it for a kodanage. He flips Akisayama around and he doesn't get him down with that throw, but he's got his back to him. And from here, he's able to push Akisayama down. He ends up kind of bouncing on his butt. Um, Aoyama, to his credit, offers him the hand up, but Akisayama's like, I don't need it. I've lost three in a row. I'm having a bad time. <laughs> Yeah, uh -oh. I mean, we describe Akisayama as a ricochet of two halves, the top half and the bottom half. I feel like the bottom half has let him down the last three yeah, days. Yeah, Again, it was the footwork that just let him down when when this bout was hanging in the balance. And Aoyama, you know, for all of his quirks as a ricochet, his footwork is solid yep. and it was working today and he won this easily. What's going through Akisayama's head now? 
Well, I never thought that he was, you know, he let it get to him or anything. I think he was having, we're, of course, we're putting all this in our own, we're, we're making all of this up with what he's thinking. But That's the premise of this podcast, though. For, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the premise of everything you say about Sumo, whoever knows. Exactly. But with him, his, the general feeling about him was that he, he's been around for a long time. He's very experienced. He knows his sumo. You know, he's not amazing. He knows that. Um, and so maybe he, he was getting a bit excited. He was enjoying his wins a lot. But maybe this is a, a bit more, not what he's used to. But I think he'll be frustrated because the last time he was in Makuchi, he, he got the Makakoshi straight away and dropped out. So yeah. I think what he would be aiming for now Forget the Gusha. He's never thinking about no. that really, even even if it's a glimmer in his mind. He's just thinking about Kachikoshi now. Yeah, I agree. I think tomorrow's going to be a big one for him because this is now about mental fortitude. Mm. No matter what is going on with his 35-year-old body, it's about his mind now. Yeah. Suddenly, yeah. you know, when you get to 6-0 at Maegashira 16, suddenly there's this pressure. And he now only that- needs two more. That's the pressure. Yeah, that's the pressure. To go out of your career, you know, knowing that you're solid and you've been in the top divisions for a long time, and by divisions I mean mostly Jurio, yeah. but you've got a Kachikoshi at the end in Makuchi. It's a lovely storyline. Exactly, and it's worth saying that when he did come up 28 Basho ago to Makuchi, he went 411 and yeah, went straight, straight back down. out. So, yep. yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting over the next few days for him. We're big fans. Go Akisayama. We know you listen. You can do it, mate. Aoyama, five and four. Shimano Umi up next against Sunumi. Lots of Umis going on here. Sunumi was quick off the mark. He sprang forward at Shimano Umi. But Shimano Umi put his head forward, got under the arms of Sunumi, and got to work. Sunumi was clearly under pressure here. And even his solid footwork couldn't help him today as Shimano Umi drove him around the doyo and then over the bales. Oshidashi win, solid sumo from Shimano Umi. Can I say good job? No mistakes there. Well, thank you. I mean, until we hear back later, Take maybe, 11. maybe if you, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, Shimano Umi, that's four wins in a row for him, and it's his first against Sadna Umi. So a good milestone there. That's uh, great. May he have many more in the future. Good on him. Um, Sadnumi would not agree, of course. He got under the arm. Sadnumi didn't have his trick up his sleeve for this one. <laughs> He's four and five. Shimano Umi, not too bad at six and three at this point at Magashira 10. Magashira 15, Kodnawaka against Magashira 9, Miyogiryu. He's fighting up a little bit here with his good score, Kodnawaka. And I really enjoyed this bout, actually. We we had a few screams during this one. Firstly, when Kodnawaka clamped a hand on Miyogiryu's belt off the touchy eye, and he looked to be in a perfect position to finish him off. It actually looked perfect. But then a bit of an ooh from us as Miyogiryu stayed up and embraced Kodnawaka with a morizashi. And a left-hand grip. But then Kodnawaka broke the grip with a bit of bumpity, bit of hip movement, and he threw Miyogiryu one way, then the other. He flipped him around a little bit like a ragdoll and thrust him down. And that got a third scream from us. Yeah, this was great from Kodnawaka. I love this bout from him. It was a tasting plate of sumo techniques. Yeah. It was belt, body grab, other belt. Double belt grip. Flip. Flip. <laughs> there was something for everyone there. Yeah, he's looking very, very good against a quality opponent yeah. in Miyogiryu. Yeah. So Kodnawaka moves to six and three. 
Miyogiryu 5 and 4. Ichinojo up next against Kiribayama. This is the Mongolian matchup, but it's also more importantly the matchup of good mates. Well, can I say we saw these guys at the uh, practice sessions, which they videoed for the first time and streamed on YouTube um, at the end of 2020, and they were standing up the back the whole time and like laughing together. Yeah, cracking gags. Uh, unfortunately, our lip reading in Mongolian <laughs> is very, very rough. So we couldn't tell you what they were joking about. But there was obviously a real bond between these yeah, two. Yeah, it was a bit challenging, but also super cool to see them fighting today. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't mind it. This is their first time meeting. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh. So, you know, the real winner is Sumo. <laughs> Let's see who is the actual oh, winner. Mate. Out of the touchy eye, they lock up on the belts. Ichinojo's going over the top. Kiribayama inside and on the front of Ichinojo's belt. It was a long time in sumo time that they spent locked up here. On occasions, they were trying to initiate, but nothing really happened. Kiribayama put everything into one heave that Ichinojo withstood quite easily, I've got to say, and that allowed Ichinojo to improve his position and deepen that belt grip. From here, Ichinojo drove forward. Kiribayama, at this point, he knew resistance was futile. He just relaxed. <laughs> Let Ichinojo take him over the bales. Yorikiri. Yeah, I mean... I don't want to see these guys fight each other. I know. I never want to see it again. Please separate I, in ranks. I would much prefer like a, a, a travel blog where they, <laughs> where they go, you know, up and down the coast. Like of, the trip. The oh, trip Japan and it's Ichinojo and Kiribayama. We need to pitch this to NHK They need to do it. That would be. The it. trip Mongolia. It might, or both. There's several series of the trip. And so where where Kiribayama is, is doing impressions of famous British uh, TV stars and pop stars. Famous, well. famous Mongolian <laughs> oh, TV yeah, okay. stars. <laughs> so it's not too much like the trip. <laughs> it would be very, very hard for a non-Mongolian to penetrate is all I'm saying. It would be hard to understand. It could be. I mean, we just need <laughs> subtitles, right? And then in picture in picture, which is oh, much yeah. loved in, in Japan, Japan, we need a little like original version of the pop star. I would watch that. Yeah, yep. I'd watch the F out of that. That would be <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Um, yeah, well, there's so much more to say about this. I think I expected Ichinojo to win once it was on the belt, but also when they were leaning on each other's shoulders, I was imagining like Kiribayama like whispering to Ichinojo, I'm sorry. Yeah. If I hurt you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Ichinojo, six and three with that win. Kiribayama on the same score. Aqua up against Tobizaru, and this was a bit of a slap fest. Aqua tried a good pulling attempt as well, really getting his arms up and over Tobizaru's head. How did he not go down? Then there were more slaps, thrusts, and Aqua tried the pull again, wrapping his arms right around, like around the neck. A big pull attempt on Tobizaru's head, but his feet are in a terrible position at that point. He was way too far away from Tobizaru with the legs. And Tobizaru was able to thrust him down. He did a little bit of a yes. He loves a win, Tobizaru, but was it a good win? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. I would say no. Yeah. I thought Akua's pulls here were good. Yeah, I thought to so too. Tobizaru did an amazing job of staying on his feet. And it was just that last pull put him so far out of position because mm. Tobizaru probably shouldn't have stayed up. But just staying up shouldn't be enough for Tobizaru. He needs to be doing more than that. That's uh, three wins in a row for Tobizaru, but each of those three wins I haven't been convinced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's something a little bit 
off about Simo at the moment. We've talked about it extensively. He's four and five. Aqua here. So this is his Makakoshi. Yeah. He's one and eight. Now, he's at Magashira 13, and I wonder, he obviously is not doing great Sumo. I, I suspect it's because of COVID, COVID and, you know, yeah. re- recovering from that. Um, at what point does he decide to pull out if he's really not feeling good? At Magashira 13, what score could rescue him not going back down to Juria? He would need he would need a six, I think. A six and six nine. nine. Mm. And even then, oh, I think six and nine would see him down at Magashira 16, 17. Could he go five and ten? I wonder if he no, could push I don't, it to I that. I don't think he could. The Banzuke is going to be oh. so difficult next time. There's, it's just going to be an absolute mess and, and so hard to put together. So you never know with a 5 and 10 he could scrape in. Well, that's true because <laughs> in, in Jurio there are nine-ish Rikishi yeah. who are out for COVID Yes, reasons. and they have, to, they have to stay in. Rank freeze. Yeah. So that could play a part in who moves up and down mm. because there's going to be a lot of guys who can't move there. Who can't move down. Who can't move down, yeah. who can't move up. Or, yeah, and can't move down. So... Mm. I guess we'll we'll talk more about this as as it wears on. Akua needs to get some wins. Yeah, yeah. I um, just wonder whether he's going to pull out from here because if you're feeling terrible, if you can't breathe, you know your lungs are still a bit affected or a lot affected. Who knows? Like, should he just recover no, no, or should he put persevere? I I think he was unlucky today. Yeah, I think he was really unlucky to lose this. Tobizaru probably should have gone down three times in this bout. I just feel bad for Aqua. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're big fans. Um, we love seeing the 30-year-old work his way back to the top division. Mm. We'd hate to see him fall out mm. now, but it's looking more and more likely every day. Aqua, one and eight. Tobizaru, four and five. <laughs> well, Togashoryu up against Okunumi. Uh, it was a good-looking touchy eye from both. Tokushoryu looking particularly fast here, but after the touchy eye, they both grabbed each other high and Tokushoryu instantly gave ground to the Okonomi offensive. Tokushoryu rallies, uh, works Okonomi back quickly to the bales on the other side of the doyo, but as Tokushoryu closes in for the kill, Okonomi, he twists his body, slaps Tokushoryu to the ground. It was a Tsukiyotoshi slap down win for him. Well, Tokushoryu got Tokushoryu'd. Yeah, he certainly yeah. did, didn't he? Yeah. It seems. This was a move like what I was looking for Okunumi to do yesterday uh, that he wasn't able to. I know he's got these plans in his pocket ready to implement on the edge. Uh, it's five losses in a row for Tokushoryu. Bit of a bummer there. That's nah, not great. He's on the RTK. Yes. He's two and seven. And Magashira 5, Okunumi is having a middling one. He's 5 and 4 at this stage. Tochinoshin up against Meisei. Now, this was a pretty brutal bout. They smashed together once, rebounded, twice, rebounded. And then on a third clash, Meisei stepped to the side. I thought this was a really clever move because the idea would be that Tochinoshin would go flying. But he doesn't. I think he, he might have known something was up. He stays up. They reconverge and they resume the crunching. Meisei comes forward and Tochinoshin tries to dump him to the side. He doesn't go down. There's a few more smashes. And Tochinoshin's left hand, it's grasped out and finds the uh, finds Meisei's belt. And at this point, he has the presence of mind to pull down. At the same time, time Meisei's legs are quite splayed and so the pressure's too much and he goes down. <laughs> this was amazing sumo. I'm going to say from both of these guys, but in the end, Tochinoshin. Meisei knew he had to keep Tochinoshin off the belt mm. and he did it 
for all but one split second. Like, Toshinoshi Sin, as soon as he got it, yeah. slammed him down. It's like, that's why you don't let him get on the yeah, belt. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those cases, too, where the fingers are reaching and they just yeah. happen to, like, curl around the yep. Mawashi. Super impressive sumo from Toshinoshi really thinking on his feet. His three and six, mm-hmm. Meisei moves to six and three. Well, the winless Kodoshoho comes up against Onosho. Two Rikishi in very, very different form, this Basho. Onosho broke. This break was huge. He really wanted to finish this and get back to the rooms. <laughs> they reset. They go again. Onosho's touchy eye was good, but actually the, the opening Kodoshoho blast sent Onosho backwards. Onosho, his footwork was good. He was quick to recover and he came back at Kodoshoho low and balanced. Kodoshoho was trying to make a stand here, but Onosho was relentless. He worked under the arms of Kodoshoho and drove him out over the bales. Oshidashi. Good stuff, Onosho. Yeah, great from Onosho. Um, defensively, I thought Kodoshoho was okay here. It's some of the most defense he's mounted. Yeah. This bash. I mean, obviously, everything's off. Um, his timing's off, his, his sumo's just a bit did you, off. Did you see his face after the bout had finished? Yeah, he looked super bummed. He looked super bummed. He just couldn't muster any attack. So the defence was okay, no yeah. attack. And he knows, he definitely knows something's up. He he just kind of sighed and faced down and it's okay, mate, you'll He's get there. He's dejected. I wonder if us assure you could... Um, Give him a blast on social media. Oh. Well, I know it's like it would be very uh, out of nowhere. What's that thing where you pay five bucks to actors to like oh, give you a cameo. shout out? Yeah, yeah. I'll show you cameo on Twitter for Kodoshoho. Okay. Someone needs to give us five bucks though. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very cross platform. I like it. Uh, yeah, I, I feel for the guy. I feel like he needs a hug. Yeah, he needs something, that's for sure. Uh, he needs a win. He's number one on the board. <laughs> I'll give him a hug after he gets a win. He's zero nine. Harsh. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe <laughs> too much. Onosha, that was the Magashira three battle as well. By the by, um, Onosha comes out well on top. He is six and three. Battle of the day. Ba-ba-da. It's Takara Fuji against Daisho. What will happen here? At the Tachi Eye. Daesho does his business, the slapping business. But Takarafuji's like, business? I know business. He pulls out his briefcase of defensive moves and he keeps Daesho away. He makes sure he's always the optimal distance away from Daesho and he makes sure he's on the right angle to deflect Daesho's attacks. So the Nodawa of Daesho, you know, he, he can get him by the throat or the other thing is Takarafuji doesn't have much of a neck, so he can't actually push him back that hard as well. So his attacks just aren't as powerful here because of the angles and the movement of Takarafuji. And finally, a a slam uh, shove from Takarafuji sends Daesho sprawling. Yeah. How did this happen? Well, I mean, we spoke about it last night. We watched Takarafuji lose to Anosho Mm. in a way that he was obviously disappointed by. And we thought, how's this going to reflect on his bout today? Yeah, and I think totally. we saw it. Yep. I think he was totally ready for what Daesho was going to dish up. And he handled it like a pro. The feet were solid. As you said, it was like he wasn't worried about those Daesho attacks. They didn't have their normal effect. Yeah, yeah. And it was such a combination of moves to counter them. It was um, positioning. It was his own small attacks. Now, Takarafuji never 
is the one to be the smasher. Yeah. He's he's clever. He's doing smaller things. Yeah, that's so true. To counter. He's like a counter yeah. um, Rikishi. That's his his style. And that one shove. But then he, on the flip side of that, he can shove really hard. Yeah. So that one shove that he did land was you know, on the perfect angle. We've said it before. He keeps himself in these bouts until he finds that opening. Yeah. And that's all he needs. Amazing sumo from Takara Fuji at Maegashira 2. Who would think the Maegashira 2, Maegashira 1 battle could be yeah, so exciting? One of the best. Uh, he hands Daesho his first loss. So Daesho, he's 8-1 after getting his Kachikoshi yesterday. Takara Fuji, 5-4. The next bout of the day, we had the other Maegashira 1, Hokuto Fuji, up against Komasubi Mitakumi. These two have a long history. They came up into the top division together. Let's see what the boys do today. Out of the touchy eye, both Rikishi were aiming their thrusts high at the chest of their opponents. Hokuto Fuji was really working the throat of Mitakumi, trying to lift him up, but Mitakumi flung his head back. Uh, dodging those attacks, and then he attacked hard, driving Hokuto Fuji back to the bales. Hokuto Fuji, he never gives up. He put a, up a solid defense on the bales, but, you know, Mitakumi, when he's looking low and balanced, he looks so dangerous. He pushes once, pushes twice, takes Hokuto Fuji over the bales. Oshidashi win. Yeah, I make it a practice to never really uh, analyse too much what makes Mitakumi no, win or lose because I'm can't. not sure I ever know. Yeah, you can't. He was low here, as he said, and finally he manages to defeat a rank-and-file Rikishi. He's had <laughs> three wins up to this point and they've been the three Ozeki. Hates Ozeki Mitakumi because he can't get there. And so he, he trod over those and has been defeated by all the other Magashira, all the other rank-and-file uh, joy guys that he's faced and finally gets a win over Hokuto Fuji. I can't say exactly what it was. Yeah, that low position and Hokuto Fuji not being at, at top form. Yeah, and look, I've been saying that he'll come good week two, but here we are week two. His 2-7, his road to Kachikoshi. Yeah. He needs to win all six remaining bouts <laughs> to get his winning record. Who knows? I don't think it's going to happen. He's 2-7, and seven, Mitakumi 4-5. and five. Magashira 6, it's Kagiyaki up against Sekiwake Takanosho. I found this a really disappointing bout, actually. Takanosho took back Kagiyaki all the way to the edge of the Tawara, but Kagiyaki grabbed his arm and executed a, a pretty cool arm lock throw at the edge. So the move was good, but what I was disappointed by was Takanosho's sumo. We talked about it a little bit before this bout, about how he has what's the word, like faded a little underneath some of the other stories yeah. of Takakesho and the Ozeki and Daisho and Akizayama even. Mm. Takanosha has just been kind of trudging on. and But he's been doing okay until let um, Kagiaki sort of defeat him in this reasonably easy manner was disappointing to me. Well, I've got to say, I thought this was interesting that this wasn't called a monoe. Yes, well, that's the other thing here. Um I thought this definitely needed a second look. The replay showed, I thought, Kagiyaki's arm going down first. Now, the foot. It was his foot. Oh, actually, was it, oh sorry, his foot. Because Kagiyaki's on the Tawara. Sorry, you're right. Yep. And Takanosha comes towards him and yep. goes down and then, but Kagiyaki's foot went out as well. Um, yeah, strange they didn't look at this, especially given that Takanosha was on the offensive here. They normally give the benefit of the doubt of the person who was mm. doing the attacking. 
I thought it was a little unlucky. I thought a redo would have been appropriate here, but Kagiaki is credited with that win. Four and five. Sekiwake Takanosho is five and four. Sekiwake Terunofuji was up next against Ryuden. It was good to see out of the Tachiya, Ryuden took it to Terunofuji. He charged in, but kept the hips back, knowing that he had to keep Terunofuji off the belt. He kept Terunofuji at a distance initially by grabbing and attacking at his throat. But Terunofuji's strong, he moves in, grabs the belt with the left hand. Ryuden knew with that belt grip his time was limited. He tried to throw here, but of course Terunofuji resisted. Again they lock up. Terunofuji was swiping to try to find that other hand on the belt. Ryuden knew that another hand on the belt meant uh, it was lights Certain out. Certain doom. Certain doom for him. Uh, so he darts his hips back once, does it again, puts his hips back twice. He actually moved himself all the way over the bales trying to avoid that belt grip. And from there, Terunofuji doesn't need a written invitation. He moves in and takes Ryuden over the bales. Yorikiri. What did you think of this one? Yeah, I thought it was a hard one for Ryuden to win. We talked about it a little bit before and said that his style of sumo meant that, you know, he wants to get in and with his hips low and in on the belt. But that means that Terunofuji might have access to his belt and as soon as that would happen it would be a difficult prospect for him. I thought he did really well though. I thought he would have been fancying himself yeah. uh, quite a bit for being able to keep Terunofuji off the belt and swing him around a little bit. Yeah, and, and unfortunately it was that insistence in keeping Terunofuji off the belt that was his undoing. Yeah, because he moved himself so close. I, yeah. I just think he lost his ring sense, yep. you know, when push came to shove, literally. Ryuden is three and six after that loss. Sekiwake Terunofuji, six and three. Cool. That's cool. He's That's doing cool. Well. <laughs> That's we'll cool. talk what more analysis. About it. <laughs> this is where you come for some top-notch analysis like yep. that's cool from me. <laughs> Tamawashi is up next against Ozeki Shodai, and there's a mata from Tamawashi. And then he comes out hard. There are sharp thrusts at Shodai's face and body, really Tamawashi-style attack. Shodai circles away from Tamawashi's onslaught and he's able to push him from the side and re-attack Tamawashi's body from a better angle. It gets Tamawashi much closer to the Tawara and he's able to push Tamawashi out and a very important win for Shodai. Yeah. I thought Tamawashi was a bit too aggressive today. Yeah, I wondered. Well, that's that's why I described them as like hard, sharp thrusts because his arm was arms were really like forceful. He was right up on the line. His his touchy eye was very uh, committed to forward movement. When you know he probably could have waited a little bit to mm. see what was going to play out. Mm. And Shorto's so good in this situation where he's got someone being overly aggressive and a bit out of control because he is so calm in this situation. And he can move away from that as well. He's happy taking himself back if you're the kind of yeah. Rikishi that, that's worried about moving around the doyo and where, where you're going to end up and whether you're going to be pushed out, whether you're going to be solid enough, fair enough. But he's comfortable to move anywhere oh, he wants really. He's totally, he'll make space and go, yeah, sure, come forward. Yeah, but yeah. he knows you're out of control at that point. Yeah. Uh, so a very solid win from Ozeki Shorter. He's seven and two. One win away from getting his kachikoshi. And removing that katavan stink. Yep. So he will keep his Ozeki status with one more win. Tamawashi is five and four. Well, every time Takakesho steps up on the doyo, people are paying close attention. Today is no different. He comes up against Endo, who is at Magashira five, I should say. 
And it was Endo's 600th Maguchi bout. Happy sumo birthday. He was so joyous about it too, just loving it. Couldn't keep the smile off his face. Every minute of it. At the touchy eye, Endo met the charge of Takakesho and Takakesho's thrusts just weren't landing. Endo moved forward, thrusting Takakesho back to the bales. But here, Takakesho steadied, mounted a counterattack. We saw the first thrust moved Endo back to the middle. The second Takakesho thrust took Endo all the way to the bales. The third, Endo calmly steps aside, lets Takakesho fall forward, down, over the bales, Hikitoshi win for Endo. Absolutely yikes. Played him like a fiddle, oh. I thought. Endo is flaky, but he's he's really clever. And he I'm sure he spends every moment of his unhappy days thinking about sumo and he, he just knows what to do sometimes. And here he knew about the Takakesho one, two, three and ducked out of the way so yeah. the third couldn't hit. Takakesho's feet were also really mixed up at that point. Yeah. So he couldn't stay up either. So that was a factor. That's true because he doesn't normally do the the triple on a counterattack. He'll normally open with that. Yeah. So you're right. The feet weren't quite there. They were kind of, yeah. we almost tripped, I think. I think um, I saw that. Mm. I'd have to go back and watch it one more time. But I think his feet were pretty muddled. Uh, Endo got an interview. He looked he looked really <laughs> sad. You can watch his interview actually on Twitter. Um yeah, We've mentioned I mean, the account before, One Love Lulet has it up. and It's no know. secret. He's fallen out of love with Sumo. Endo had an interview as well because he'd beaten an Ozeki. He looked a, he looked a bit sad and he gave a few one-syllable uh, one answers, but it was very Endo style and in the end he racks up a win. He's got to be pleased about that. He's five and four and Ozeki Takakesho. We never Road. thought we would say it. Road to Kachikoshi. He's on it. Yep. He's so two seven now. Along. Probably not going to pick up those six wins he needs. You'd say now, in the last six days. <laughs> <laughs> Seems unlikely, doesn't it? Especially since he hasn't fought the others. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who are also very keen for oh, wins. But you know, we've got to say, come on, Takakesha. We I don't like seeing this guy lose. Yeah, you felt bad at the end of this. Oh, I felt terrible about it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, mate. It's not nice. Only six it. more. Ozeki Asaniyama. He was up next against Komasubi. Takiyasu. Off the tachiai, they both ended up with a left-hand grip on the belt. They were tugging back and forth, arms around each other. Takiyasu decided to drop the left and tried to open up for a throw with the right hand, which was around Asaniyama's uh, body. But Asaniyama, he doesn't budge. He's a big fellow. They went back on the belt. But Asaniyama at this point was very close to Takiyasu. He'd stepped his feet a little bit forward and Takiyasu was literally on the back foot, staggering backwards. Asaniyama stayed close, applied the pressure and escorted Takiyasu out Yorikiri. Yeah, very impressive sumo from Asaniyama. Really showing that Ozeki style, I think. Yeah. I like Takiyasu's attempt at the throw. I thought that was a really good idea. But Asaniyama was, was in a in stable mode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Takiyasu's that kind of guy. He's not going to wait around. Yeah. You know, he wants to get a win or get something happening really quickly. And he is happy on the belt. Like, he can, yeah. he can have a go there. Yep. Um, so he did everything he could and he is 5-4 with that loss. But Asaniyama, he's, he's moving up towards those eight wins. He ends up at 6-3. and three. Yeah, good to see. Very good to see. So leaderboard 
it's not as <laughs> it's not two out in front like <laughs> Tsurugisho anymore. Yeah. It's Daesho one out in front of Shodai. So he has eight wins, Shodai has seven. And on six, get ready for this pack. It's Asaniyama, Terunofuji, Onosho, Meisei, Kirabiyama, Shimano Umi. He's suddenly up there. Oh, wow. Ichinojo, Yutakiyama. <laughs> He's been up there a few times recently. Uh, Kodonowaka and still Akisayama. So don't. Don't feel too bad about yourself, Akisiyama. You're with the pack of 10. Well, you look at that pack who are two wins off the pace. The next couple of days are going to dictate how the rest of this basho plays out. Well, especially well, you tell me the bouts. I'll tell you if any of these guys are up against each other. You've got to go through them all. All of them. <laughs> I don't know about that. But but we will probably know by Wednesday what the weekend's going to look yep. like. We'll either see Daesho pull out in front we are going to see a 10-way playoff on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a lot of maths like flying around my head at exactly, the moment. Exactly, exactly. Meme well, style. Well, let's have a look. Akisayama tomorrow. I don't know why I'm concentrating on him. I just love the guy. His first b- bout of the day, he's up against Azamari. That feels like that should be a very easy oh, win yeah. for him. <laughs> They've given him the gift. Takakesho. No, by Takakesho, I mean Daesho takes on Hokuto Fuji. Yep. Uh, Onosho takes on Mitakumi. That should be a good mm-hmm. bout. Terunofuji and Takanosho. Now, would right. you believe me if Sekiwake I said battle. that... Uh, oh, yeah, it is Sekiwake battle. Yeah. Would you believe me if I said that Takanosho has never lost to Terunofuji? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but haven't, they haven't fought many times. Three times. They? Three times. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Asuniyama takes on Tamawashi. Yeah. Endo faces up against Shodai. And Takakesho has to take on Okonomi. And again, I would say that if you're 2-7, you're Ozeki, you do not want to be coming up against Okonomi. No, that's right. He's just, he's got a very mature head on his shoulders. He will make that hard for him. All right, humour me as well. Who does Takara Fuji have? <laughs> I'll, I'll humour that. Uh, Takara Fuji. Hang on, where is he? He retired. <laughs> Here we go. Takara Fuji goes up against the winless Kodoshoho. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. And I mean, oh, no for Kodoshoho. Yeah. But, you know, sumo is a funny old game. Anything can happen. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for joining us on day nine. Sumo Mainichi or Mainichi Sumo, as some people like to call it. <laughs> thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah.